these are tortillas. Tortillas deliciosa. I I can't do it as good as iconic Hong Chao, <laughs> but that line fucking sends me. Her performance, I cannot believe. I cannot believe that she just whipped this out. I don't. Absolutely outstanding. For me, it's the bolo tie because every time I watch this movie, I am on Depop immediately looking at every single bolo tie. And it's like in its arsenal. It's also like the the V cut suspenders. Like I'm sorry, we could do a whole podcast about that outfit specifically. Like, oh yeah, I'm not a micro bangs person, uh but for her, I am. It's it's working. But you know what isn't working? Mm. Why the fuck did you bring Maya here when we booked Anya Taylor-Joy as a guest for this podcast? I'm sorry. Listen, her agent called me up really late last night. Said she couldn't make it. I mean, like, the flight to Connecticut was canceled. Um, yeah, but- I mean, I feel like, you know, I haven't seen this movie, but, like, I, f- I feel like I could, you know, bring some good insight or something, like... I just wanted to be on I just wanted to be on your podcast. You know, we have really high standards around here, especially for who we let on as guests. So you're gonna have to fucking step it up. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, like I, I I won't interrupt you guys. Um I'll read off IMDB. Um <laughs> But I'll interrupt you, bitch! <laughs> and that's all this podcast is, is me interrupting anyone including emily this is our podcast it's the swamp and it's an acronym stands for some whack-ass movie podcasting um and today we've got maya as a guest this is my partner hey guys i'm so excited <laughs> to be on your poop cast poop cast no there's this really funny um this this great bit i feel like have i sent it to you it's a t- <laughs> It's a TikTok of this really funny comedian. Her name is Grace Freud. And she's, like, doing a a bit where she's, like, pitching for the menu. And she's like, I think we should just make everyone drink piss. I think that's my pitch for what we do. And they're like, who invited you here? And she's like, I just think it would be really dark and twisted if we made everyone drink their own piss. They're right. (laughs) That's actually true. Oh, my God. (laughs) I'll try. I'll post it in the in the description below because I'm oh, not doing it justice. Um, I'll also send it. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. Um, but much like what's his name, Nicholas Holt, mm-hmm. who swapped out his guest at the last minute. We were going to have esteemed actress Anya Taylor Joy, but unfortunately, <laughs> her schedule with the Mario movie t- press tour. Clearly, is more important than this podcast, so we had to settle. Yeah, I mean. I, I feel like I, I might not be as good as the fish goddess Anya Taylor Joy, but like I bring some, I bring something. Mm. We'll see. I'll do my we'll best. See. We're just kidding. I can equip with you guys. Maya, I think Maya has a degradation kink because they were like, "You guys, we should do a bit where you're really mean to me," and I can't keep it up. It's working. And I can't keep it up. <laughs> Obviously, we never had Miss Joy on the roster, but if, honestly, Anya, if you're open, if you're available, we can't pay mm-hmm. you anything, but we'd mm-hmm. love to have you. We can talk about yeah. your yeah. roster of films. You've never been in mm-hmm. anything, Maya, have you been in any movies? I, I just said that as um, if I know you. No, I actually was an extra in um, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> no, you <laughs> You had me. You you 
reaction. Like, I'm really gullible. You had me up until... What, Saving Private Ryan came out in fucking 1998. We were not born. Yeah. <laughs> my eggs were... <laughs> It's my single egg. If you if you pause at like ten minutes and thirty seconds in, I'm like in the back. But it would be like me to like try to flame somebody for that and then be like, um, actually they filmed this movie in my hometown and I was in the background for one scene and then I'd be like, well, fuck me. Dude. You know what movie they filmed in my hometown? Mm-hmm. And what happened in my hometown? What? Uh, the Dahmer movie with Ross Lynch. <laughs> like, my brother... My brother checked out Ross Lynch at Acme. Like, my brother worked at the grocery store. And he just checked him out. He was buying alcohol. And, yeah, they filmed it in my hometown. Because it literally... Jeffrey Dahmer lived in my hometown. What? He went to, like, my rival school. How do I not know this? I don't know. I feel like I've told you this. Mm. Pay attention to me. (laughs) (laughs) But we are covering the menu, which I don't know where Mm -hmm. they filmed the menu, but um, I am curious as to why this was the movie you were, like, excited to to hop on the pod for. Um, I don't know. It made me laugh. I thought it was so funny. Mm -hmm. Like, I just thought it was just, like, a solid movie. I feel like in the past couple of years, I haven't seen too many movies where I'm like, this is something that, like, I'm going to be rewatching. And, like, this is something that's, like, it's, like, self-aware and also funny and also, like, has good plot points that, like, make you think a little bit. Like, I personally felt like in the Oscars race, because this got, I'm, the Oscars are tomorrow as we are recording this. So I, my brain is, like, Mm -hmm. fully immersed in Oscars mode. And this was nominated, I think, for some Golden Globes under the, like, comedy category, which, yeah. which I honestly, I thought it was going to be more of like a horror cannibalism thing, like based on the trailer. And yeah. so it really shocked me with how funny it was because it like mm-hmm. it's clearly not taking itself too seriously. Very funny. I don't think it's trying to make any like sweeping poignant statements about class or anything, but like uses that as like the punchline, which mm-hmm. it works for me. And I think in the Oscars race, the, the spot that they gave to Triangle of Sadness, I would swap out for the menu. I think maybe the menu's just Ugh. a little too silly. Like, it was just a little too edging on, like, comedy and not, like, being, like, quote-unquote, like, political enough or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, Triangle of Sadness is trying to do a little more serious version of what I think the menu does better. Which is mm-hmm. just, like, like that making fun of highbrow, like, culture... <laughs> while also being self-aware i just thought i thought triangle of sadness was like fine like pretty mid but i i really yeah, yeah. as far as rewatchability goes the jokes in the menu just like fucking hit i've watched it three times now like twice on my yeah, own for the podcast same. and i still fucking giggle to myself when she says tortillas deliciosas so <laughs> why does that hit so hard like <laughs> it's burned into my brain at this point mm-hmm. <laughs> when he's like asking he, he's like interrogating like some of them and he's like where did you go to school brown he, she goes brown <laughs> student <laughs> student loans no i'm sorry you're sorry dying. you're dying yeah, <laughs> you're yeah Ray Fine. like that's the thing is like i feel like it verges like so close to like being a comedy but i still wouldn't even put it like in that like i don't think it's too silly like what are you th- talking about you were giggling your ass I, off. Was, I was giggling my ass off no but like i don't like like, in the way that, like, it, like, gets put into, like, a place where it wouldn't be eligible for the Oscars, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it, like, it would be a stretch for them. I mean, but I feel like it definitely still could have been there. But I think if it, it should have been there. If this movie, like, 
cut out some of the the like kind of stupid jokes and made it a little more serious or like political i think it would have lost all of like what i thought it was giving because yeah to me it's the, it's the silly funny moments it's the bolo tie it's you know it's the cheeseburger that mm-hmm. make this like stand out because i think yeah not a lot of movies now do like the like we're gonna do an original script thing and it's mm-hmm. it never quite works like and that's why i think a lot of people are like oh all movies are remakes because you're like not watching the good new ones you know yeah. No, this is probably my favorite movie of 2022. Like, absolutely. Because we saw this together for the first time, and we were both sitting in the theater, like, kicking our little feet. Yeah, I did not expect it to be so funny. I fully thought it was, like, a cannibalism movie, because the trailer yeah. really paints it mm-hmm. as, like, it's a restaurant, but it's creepy, and then they specifically use the scene of, like, the men running into the woods. And I was like, yeah. oh, they're going to hunt them for sport and eat them. Like, I got this. That's exactly what I thought, yeah. Right? And I like that it doesn't do the thing that you, like, so clear. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm like, oh, I could have written this. Like, no, I couldn't have. Well, that's the thing. The director of this movie hasn't hadn't done anything in, like, 11 years, he, basically. No, that's wrong. That's actually Ellen. That's incorrect. <laughs> um, he does Secession. He's the director of Secession, the TV show. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Which See, we- I, I looked up. I was on a, a letterbox and not IMDb mm-hmm. looking this up. Yep. Okay, get that your, makes a lot of get sense. Get your fucking facts together. I'm, I'm wait, being mean no, to you for real. May- <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, that makes so much sense. Yeah. Like, with, like, the punchlines, like, just, like, how punchy it is. Yeah, totally. Like, checks out. They also got uh, a director who worked on Chef's Table to come co-direct. Mm-hmm for, like, a lot of the, like, food and cinematic scenes, which kind of, like, cracks me up because it's so, like, critiquing and making fun of Chef's Table. They mm-hmm. literally they literally name-drop Chef's Table as, like, a reference as to why yeah. Nicholas Holt's character is such a fucking pretentious douchebag. And, like, I can't believe uh-huh. that they got a person who worked on Chef's Table to come help with this movie because it's, su- it's such, like, a fuck it. you. But... I guess mm-hmm. I guess they are doing the more like assholey side of Chef's Table, which is just mostly like the the like over dramatic cinematography like of highbrow food, where like they also do they also showcase a wide variety of like cuisines and and you know from around mm-hmm. the world. Like Chef's Table isn't all like this, but it's so funny that they like I cannot believe that this got nothing for editing. The editing in this movie, it goes so stupid hard. It's so funny. The little captions in the corner to describe the meal. The little, like... R.I.P. Jeremy Loudon. Oh, my God. The the little Hawthorne logo that, like, intercuts every, like, you know, part of the movie as if it's, like, a chef's table I love it. It's so funny. Um, But do you want to give a bit... Or do you want to give a bit of a recap of the movie? Okay, I'll give a recap of the movie that I've never seen. (laughs) Um, Just kidding. I've seen it twice. Um, So, basically, there is, like, this... um, restaurant that's really um, popular <laughs> and there's really there's a really good chef and um everyone gets tickets for it and you have to like have a date for this one night of like mm-hmm. this um curated menu and nicholas holt's character brings um like he had a date and then something happened so he brings another date um, with him. Is that giving me the plot summary? It's like having me, I'm sweating right now. Okay. Um, I was already hot and bothered before by getting degraded that like, 
Um, and then they go and they start tasting the menu and <laughs> <laughs> and it starts off like you it just seems like a really just like pretentious serious chef but then as it goes on um, you can tell that the chef is sort of like this is his passion project and he's like you know he curated this menu in a very specific way and um, Anya Taylor-Joy's character is kind of uh, the, the the rift in his plan um, because she wasn't supposed to be there. And he like he, everyone that was on the list was very specific. Like he curated everything. Um, so yeah, as it goes on, it starts getting more and more violent and dangerous and scary. And um, Anya Taylor joy uses her wits and <laughs> she, she uh, brute forces her way out of there by um, <laughs> convincing the chef to um, go back to his his old days where he was just like a a line cook or a, like a hamburg a hamburger cook guy, the hamburglar. He was the hamburglar. <laughs> she steals his heart, um, and she has him make a burger for her that like takes him back to his old days and it makes him a little bit soft. <laughs> she takes it to go and she finds her way out of there, and then everyone just explodes and um, in marshmallow in a s'mores. <laughs> Extravagance. <laughs> you just ha- you gotta you gotta see it. <laughs> I feel like the ending is something that would typically make me like groan, right? Like, can I get mm-hmm. the cheeseburger to go? Like, oh my god, <laughs> are you drop. fucking kidding me? But for some reason, it worked for me. Like, I wanted mm-hmm. to be annoyed every time I watch it. I want to be annoyed by that. And I don't care. And I don't care. And they put those silly little s'mores costumes on everyone. And they light the place up on fire. And she's eating her little cheeseburger. And, like, final girl, Anya Taylor-Joy. And I just, I can't (laughs) help but love it. Like, it's so corny. But I think it's being, like, silly and goofy enough that it's working. I think a lot of the criticisms Mm -hmm. I've read of this movie are people who did not fucking understand that it's supposed to be funny. Well, yeah, they're like, they're like clearly not making any of the statements it's trying to or whatever. I'm like, dude, they put little marshmallow jackets on everyone at the end. (laughs) Like, did you see that? Like, did you, did you miss that part? Because this movie is so silly and goofy. Like, (laughs) I think here's the thing about this movie that really does it for me. The pacing is outstanding. I don't think I've seen a better paced movie in a very long time. Um, and the cinematography, I love the cinematography in this movie. There's, like, that one shot, it's, like, I think the last shot of, like, any guest, and it's, like, the food critic, basically, um, who is my favorite, by the way. I love those two so much in this movie. They're, like, out of my, like, like, the list of guests, those two really do it for me. Yeah. Um, they're but- dancers. Yeah. So fucking pretentious. It's so funny. I swear I knew people like that in college. <laughs> but, like, seeing, like, the food critic, she's in her little marshmallow jacket, and there's, like, her chocolate hat is just melting down her face, <laughs> and she's, like, a little scalded by the fire. Dude, gorgeous. It's beautiful. I love it. There's, like, one thing... Oh, sorry. Oh, there's, like, one thing in this movie that, like, I think about every time I watch it. I think I've seen it twice, right? I don't think I've seen it three times. Um, And it's, like, when Chef is giving um, Anya Taylor-Joy, like, all this attention and she's, like, really... He's, like, singling her out. I'm, like, 
the one thing that gets me is like none of the other guests ever comment on that you know what i mean mm-hmm. like they just kind of turn into npcs when that happens like and you can almost see it like they literally turn into npcs like like they, they're all they have personalities they're interacting they're like what the fuck like what can we do they're trying to be smart and then all of a sudden when he's like talking to Anya taylor joy they just become like like basically t-posing in the back and i'm like <laughs> And so it's just like so unbelievable. Like at the end, when the older lady is tell is like shooing Anya Taylor Joy away, she's like, you know, go, like get out of here. I'm like, I feel like y'all would be fighting a, like a little bit more than this. And I know that it's it's part of the whole like joke that it's like they're all okay with it at the end. Mm-hmm. They're not like okay with it, but they're all just like they all accept the yeah. message yeah. at the end when they're like burning. Um, but I just feel like they would fight a little bit more than mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? They'd be like, well, what uh, did he chef? say to you? Yeah, literally, what did he say to you? Like, what are you doing back there, uh-huh. you know? I think the only person who ever, like, gives a shit is Nicholas Holt's character, Tyler. Because he's like, I want to go back there and talk to Chef. Why do you get to go into the kitchen? I want to go into the kitchen. And Taylor Joy's like, shut the fuck up. She's like, I'm, we're all going to fucking die. I also love the twist that he knows. Or like, yeah, or that, like the he, M. Night Shyamalan twist of Nicholas Holt bringing her there to die. But also, like, does he, did he think that that was for real? Like, did he think it was legit? Or did he, like, did he know, no, you know? Because I think he is the kind of idiot who'd be like, oh, this is so, this is so highbrow. He's saying we're all gonna die, but he means, like, no, something I think else. He, I think he, like, knew. But yeah, yeah he, I had the same thought though. Like, did it just go over his head? Like, or did he just literally not care that much mm-hmm. that it was like it wasn't even? Mm-hmm. A thing. But I agree that when she goes, all those characters up till that point are portrayed to be so selfish that it's astonishing that all of them, yeah, I guess, just accept their fate and aren't like, can I get a fucking cheeseburger to go too? Like, can I can I swindle some shit like this bitch? Yeah, but I guess they all also are perceived as being so self-centered and selfish that maybe they just wouldn't have even noticed or care her getting that attention. Like, they're all so wrapped up in their own side things that they're just, like, not paying attention. Mm Because, yeah, but I was going to ask, so your favorite are the the critics. Does anybody have differing favorite, like, side tables? Because I think every, like, group gives a little something, a little Mm -hmm. spice. I like the, the choices that were made of, like, who's in attendance hmm yeah absolutely yeah the critics really do it for me what about- so the critics were my favorite but um i really liked the finance bros too <laughs> like whatever the fuck they were on about like it's just so like like the entitlement is always funny and i like how different movies portray that type like that sort of entitlement and i thought this one was really good because it was like they were assholes they could have been like much worse like they could have been like much more I guess they could have been meaner to Elsa, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and they weren't, but they were just like so insufferable, but at the same time, like funny and like Mm -hmm. stupid as fuck. Mm -hmm. Just like embezzling or whatever the fuck they did. Mm -hmm. Um, So I liked them. I like um, Jaime Jaime from Broad City. Yeah. Just like anytime, anytime that actor pops up in anything and just is like using like a, just like a normal voice. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Jaime, can you like, can you sauce it up? Can you please like, put on the Broad City act for me. Like, please, yeah. just this once. <laughs> but it just, like, jars me. I'm like, oh, like, <laughs> actors can act. Actors can do different voices. I forget sometimes. Um, right. <laughs> but I love John Languizamo and, like, move, quote-unquote movie star. I think they say his name at one uh-huh. point, but he is just credited as movie star. Him mm-hmm. and his, like, assistant, they also, like, kind of <laughs> tickle me because mm-hmm. John Languizamo is 
in the movie Chef that we covered. And I just think it's mm-hmm. so funny that this actor is playing the two most polar opposite characters in two... I'm not going to argue that those movies are similar because they're both just about food and that's maybe where it ends. Mm -hmm. But as far as like the criticism of highbrow dining, I think is there that like that line travels through maybe all the movies that we are going to cover. I think that's a pretty common theme in any like dining movie. Ratatouille. Let's, you know, let's talk about it. But (laughs) <laughs> but John Leguizamo, I didn't realize until I watched this movie with Henry that he plays Luigi in the the bad live action Mario movie, and I just like oh, I don't even know what you're talking about. It's bad. It's a bad. It's a bad live action Mario movie, like from a long time ago. <laughs> but he, I, and then like Anya Taylor Joy's Princess Peach, we're like connecting the dots. I'm making like a red string chart of like he's a chef and he which is really just like reading an imdb page and i feel like i'm like cracking the fucking zodiac code (laughs) but it's really just like actors who've been in multiple things (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yeah him and his assistant i think are so funny and i guess he based that performance off of like a real actor who's i forget who it was but he was like yeah like that Hmm. guy is a dick and is just in bad movies and acts so entitled for no reason and his movies are bad so i based it off of that but i love that the reasoning is like everyone has some sort of like deep personal reason and he's just like yeah, yeah. you were in a bad movie that fucking pissed me off so you die and then the assistant's like why me i <laughs> love that was that. my favorite yeah that was my it's favorite like, on my like, day like, off i saw point. your movie and it fucking sucked so you're gonna die and i'm like oh like, i like agree with him he's right that's fair in my <laughs> opinion <laughs> My one precious Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would do some shit like that. <laughs> I would it's like include... in the same way that like I feel like uh, I I feel like I would do the same shit that like in Gone Girl. Like I would do that too, you know what I mean? <laughs> like any type of like revenge shit like that. She I'm just making like a me. mental note right yeah. now. <laughs> She just like me for real, for real. Like, that's how I felt about his mom. His mom, who was just getting blasted on white wine and didn't eat anything. He's like, my mom is here, and I was just like, so me, like in the corner, slumped over, just nodding. Relatable. I was at the end of our Ruby Sparks episode. <laughs> oh, not the Ruby. unreleased. Not, not the unreleased Ruby Sparks deep cut. Oh no. <laughs> Okay, well, like, everyone had their favorite, like, side characters. What was, okay, what was the dish? I want to know what was the dish that if you were there that you would have wanted to eat. Oh, my God, that I would have wanted to eat. I mean, I think the one that had the most, like, culinary merit to it was the tacos. That's the only Mm. one that I, I think a lot of the other ones were, like. Not the mess. Not, uh, not the mess. But I feel the like a lot, a, a lot of the other ones were like pretentious on purpose. Like, ga- mm-hmm. what do you call it? Like gastronomy. Like fucking, we froze everything yeah. in nitrous oxide. Like no, but like the tacos. It was a piece of chicken. Like I could fuck with that. Yeah, dude, I wanted to swallow those little terrariums whole. Those weren't even terrariums, but like. <laughs> rock with like the scallop on top i don't even remember single scallop. Yeah, i just wanted to like you know what i mean i would have accidentally ate something inedible and had like a small rock lodged in my esophagus and that's how i was gonna die and they were gonna be like fuck it wasn't supposed to happen this early like shit if that happened if that happened to me when i swallowed it whole i would have just been like thank you chef <laughs> i think the thing that really um called to me the most and like everyone 
had an uproar about it in the movie. I would have been glad to eat the breadless bread plate. <laughs> that was a bit dramatic, I feel like, in the movie. Right? They were so mad. I would have been licking it like a little cat on like, you know True. what I mean? <laughs> That's Nicholas Holt's character being so enthused by everything. I kind of felt that because that's also how uh-huh. I feel when I'm in like really classy situations that are like maybe like above my tax bracket. I'm like, oh my mm-hmm. God, this is so fun. Like, this is so fancy. <laughs> oh my God, they don't even give right? you bread. Like, <laughs> he had a good attitude, you know, maybe a little too much, but mm-hmm. what would they have printed on your tortilla? What's your <laughs> confession? <laughs> What's my big secret? <laughs> Um, they would have probably found my tax fraud from like 2020 when I didn't realize I had to file um, <laughs> city taxes or something. <laughs> something, something stupid like that. You're like next to the finance bros who have like actual embezzlement and you're like, I just missed, I missed one column on my W-2. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I forgot. Oh no. Um... Oh god. Mine would be know. like my Twitter drafts. Like <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> That's what would get me. Or like the raunchiest fan fiction I wrote when I was like in middle school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Probably probably like the photos of me. Now that you're bringing up middle school, mm-hmm. me with my side bangs. Oh my god. Oh my, oh my, god. my, my, my sweet bangs. <laughs> when side I was bangs? like sorry. When I was like 13. But that would be like less to like Expose that you had done something wrong and more just like to get you to hang yourself like he did with Nicholas <laughs> like for me they would have like switched the like ambient music to like a recording of me singing in my car and I would have just been like sorry guys I gotta go take myself out back like he got me <laughs> you singing Whitney before you totaled your car oh my god oh my god <laughs> Uh, yeah, that record, like, like when I die, if there's an afterlife, they're gonna let me listen to that as like punishment for something that I've done because ugh. dude, just deny, deny. Say it was like AI. You know, like that video of that girl. I think I showed you the other day. She's like a little girl in her closet filming on probably like her iPad, and she farts, and she's like, guys, what was that? <laughs> She's like, I don't, she's like, I didn't do that and I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm scared. scared. <laughs> There's this great book that's like most haunted places in America and it's all like actual like dilapidated haunted houses and then that picture of that girl in her closet. <laughs> I love that. That's right up oh there. My God. With the, um, which one of yes took a shite? This is Cher Lloyd by Cher Lloyd. <laughs> Those videos get me. You know what I wish happened? Hmm. I wish that instead of like clapping her hands, Anya Taylor Joy just like clapped her cheeks really loud, (laughs) just like created like a sonic boom. Because it was powerful. It was po- what she did was powerful, but like if she did that, it would have been even more powerful. Um, if she just queefed, <laughs> yeah, clapped her cheeks, and then said, and then queefed, and then, like oh the dominance, she would have taken complete control. Can we talk about her dress in this movie? Can we talk about her back? <laughs> Oh my god. Everyone, like, the costuming, I think, in this movie is, like, understated enough that it would never cause a big stir, but is fucking iconic enough that it's all I think about while I'm watching it. The Mm -hmm. bolo tie, 
her her little silk little slip number with her but she's wearing the leather jacket so you know that she's not like most girls and she's got like oh yeah like some cool mismatched earrings i love it outstanding like i just want to keep anya taylor joy in like an aquarium in my home (laughs) 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 just like just she'd be like the cute little fish just like (laughs) We're never gonna get Anya Taylor Joy in this podcast now. Come on. Oh my god. The swamp does not affiliate with my words. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, I think myself. we do. I think, I think we do, though. But much like how we couldn't get Anya Taylor Joy on this podcast, so we settled for you, they clearly couldn't get Emma Stone for this movie, so they settled for Anya Taylor Joy and just gave her red hair and bangs. True. Mm -hmm. Which, thank God, because I don't think it would have been half as good if they got. Yeah, Emma Stone. Because she's like a little too. No, I like Emma Stone. But she's not the the vibe. Like, yeah, yeah, she's definitely not the vibe. Uh huh. I think she would have. She would have played it a little too goofy. Mm Hmm. It just it just wouldn't have been the same. Have you seen that? Um, this is totally not relevant, but have you seen that ad for that new comedy that Jennifer Lawrence is in? I feel like... I was just thinking about that, yes. I feel like we haven't seen J-Law... I mean, maybe I just haven't seen J-Law do anything, like, outwardly that, like, corny and comedic in a mm-hmm. long time. So I'm interested Which to I'm see I'm excited, if it's because like, I don't think she's ever... I don't think I've ever seen her in, in anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think she's known for being, like quirky and funny so like we'll see how it works out mm-hmm. i just know that i think the marketing for that movie has been really smart so far they put up a bunch of billboards that were like date our son for a free car and everyone on twitter was like what the fuck is this about and then that movie trailer dropped like a few days ago and i was like oh that's what that was about i'm excited i'm really excited because i feel like like she took what like a couple of years off of acting and then she did like one very serious movie which is like causeway or causeways or whatever it is I don't know. Um, and then, like, right after that, doing this, I feel like she's in her goofy era. I like that for her. I saw a good tweet that was like, you know we're in a recession when movies like this start coming out. It's like, it's very, like, 2008 comedies. Like, we're all pretending yeah. that, you know, the world is not collapsing around us. That's true enough. But, like, you know what I, like, I feel like it's good to have those movies. Like, every time, like... I don't know. I feel like we just don't like get to have any fun movies anymore. <laughs> oh, like honestly, any fun movies? Like, was I like you? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, speaking you know, of like a- every go. <laughs> I, I had like a half baked thought. Oh, but, like I, I feel like everyone like is like <laughs> <laughs> like every time like. I don't even know. I don't know. I'm not there. But speaking of fun <laughs> movies, did you see Cocaine Bear? We're seeing it tonight. Slay. Like, is that, like, would you, like, because, like, I feel like that's one of those movies, like, so I'm buffering so hard right now. So you can bake this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I feel like, I feel like, right, like, like you said, it's definitely, like, around this time, like, 2008, like, we're getting, like, stupid movies everything like that. Like, I'm thinking back to, like, Megan. We saw Megan. Wasn't very good, yeah, first of all. Good. Not enough but, cunt. <laughs> but, like, it is, like, everyone's trying to make those stupid, silly movies right now, and Cocaine Bear, I think, is the catalyst for that right now. Mm, I would agree. I would agree. It was so fucking stupid, and it was great. Like, mm-hmm. in, in that exact way. Like, so- self-awarely a bad movie mm-hmm. on purpose. That was great. Also, a feminist text. Cocaine Bear 
She is she is a mother, the mother I never had, the sister everyone deserves, the best yeah, friend I've always wanted. Mom. <laughs> I'm excited to see that. <laughs> Women's stories matter. <laughs> Cocaine there. But no, I'm excited for that. Because like I feel like the menu is like the goofiest movie I've seen in a while. And it wasn't trying to be like outwardly that goofy you know what i mean yeah no definitely and i think you have to certainly have a specific kind of humor to like because i think a lot of people did not find this movie particularly funny i think you have to like understand that they're making fun of chef's table which is like already mm-hmm. a, somewhat of a prerequisite and mm-hmm. then i've never seen it Me oh neither. really i'm gonna have yeah. to cut this out probably but there was like a long period of my life where you know when you're like have, trying to have sexual relations but you need to put on a, a tv show really loud so that other people, mm-hmm. you know, Henry's yeah. and I was chef's table for a really long time. So we would just crank chef's table oh my God. so loud. And so now, like, when I hear that, that dramatic, makes so much sense for you, too. I know. It's, I know. That's why I keep talking about, like, I get horny when people chop onions really fast. Like, maybe there's a psychological connection here mm-hmm. that but it's like, yeah, I hear that you really like, dramatic. You, loved yourself. <laughs> yeah. Like, I hear that, like, dramatic sweeping violin music and I, like, get a little tense, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. You get, like, so right. <laughs> <laughs> Cut through your shirt. Uh, you smell onions and garlic like getting sauteed and you're like oh my god oh my god <laughs> it's like people who want to like fuck their car like mm. <laughs> yeah it's just like that <laughs> <laughs> so, so you were just horny the entire time this movie was on is what I'm getting <laughs> well I was horny because of Anya Taylor-Joy's shoulder blades that was a mm-hmm. whole different yeah that was a whole different scenario <laughs> see it was the bolo tie for me oh. it was the yeah the bolo tie and the bangs mm. <laughs> but also when she's in like ray fines is like um little um i don't know bedroom like uh <laughs> trophy room whatever <laughs> so i started thinking about how his room is like a replica of like the dining area in the kitchen i think that's the funniest shit ever <laughs> <laughs> like this little bed. He has to do you think that he's ner- he gets nervous? <laughs> do, you, do you think that it was a replica of the kitchen, or the kitchen was a replica of his home? Oh, Boo. I would say his home is definitely a replica <laughs> of the kitchen. It's because he has to practice. He has to practice his big. Because well, why do they have the big silver door in the kitchen or like in the actual like restaurant? You know what I mean. But they mm. have the big silver door like in his um, yeah. house, and it's like his little trophy room. I think it's because life imitates art, and <laughs> vice versa. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can I turn this into a film podcast? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I really like the color grading in um, <laughs> most of the movie, but I feel like it felt sh- fell short um, towards the end. Um, it wasn't given. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Interrupted. Like, wait, more- no. Oh no, we're just you- gonna let you go. <laughs> you have to. Like- oh my goodness! What a surprise! It's Jen here to do her interim podcast segment, chocolate or vanilla. She shows up, says two things. We all say we all say which one like better. <laughs> we our opinions. And Jen, uh, Maya, if you have not been in the loop, Jen's big overarching theme this month has been every chocolate or vanilla is based off of a specific restaurant, i.e. Menu March, and Jen will just name two things from the menu of that restaurant, and we pick between them. It's been it's been very cute. 
And so, Jem, what restaurant have you blessed us with this week? Well, you've all been waiting for it. The main attraction in Holland, Mass. <laughs> former employer of my friend Emily. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's all just fried food versus fried food. <laughs> yeah, it's like going to be... Okay, I okay. Here's my prediction: is Jen's gonna say a fried seafood versus an ice cream flavor Ooh. for every single one? No, so that'd be pretty fucked up. The way this is gonna go is you need to listen to the descriptions of the food versus the descriptions of the ice creams. I'm gonna alternate, so you'll you'll get it. Hold on. They okay. have descriptions. The ice cream does. Oh my god. <laughs> oh not, yeah, not the food. Isn't it Giffords? It is Giffords. Mm. Um, Best ice cream. So chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate. Vanilla. Chocolate. Chocolate. Uh, chocolate, vanilla, or strawberry? Chocolate. Uh, I'll stay with vanilla. I'm going to stick with chocolate. Right, I, I'm going to go with strawberry. Um, okay, the first one. Corn chowder, seafood chowder, clam chowder. Ugh. I guess I have to go traditional clam chowder. I'll tell you what, is that I've got so much trauma from all three of these. <laughs> um, <laughs> From having to clean out the giant bins that they sit in all day, and like, dude, I could go into it. I will. Wait, do they come? Do they come like in a bag? No, no, no. They make it, but it's like it's like in the big like giant like metal tins that like keep it hot throughout the day, and then once it goes back to the um to get cleaned, it's like this this crusted yeah the crust on the mm. side that like flaps away basically <laughs> the flavor <is>. <laughs> the <fun>. oh. <laughs> um, i'm gonna go for the corn chowder though because i find it the least offensive yeah i was gonna say corn chowder because uh, the other two kind of scare me yeah I, I seafood gonna... and any like heavy cream together is spooky yeah. that's really spooky my stuff. tummy will hurt Especially as it sits in the the heated thing all day long, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. I'm gonna go clam chowder. I am gonna take this time to say, um, yeah. Even though it's ten minutes from our house, I never have been to your restaurant ever. It there's a there's a handful. Yeah, my restaurant. <laughs> um, there's a handful of things that are really good. Um, I, I'll tell you what's hot and what's not as we go through this. Okay. Also, this is not a paid sponsorship. If the main attraction was funding this podcast, mm-hmm. I think the opinions expressed would be a little bit different. Yeah. They also like owe me like reparations. <laughs> <laughs> Therapy. Yeah. Um, okay. So now for the ice cream, Maine Black Bear versus Mississippi Mud Pie. So Maine Black Bear is... A satisfying combo of sweet black raspberry swirled through vanilla ice cream with chocolate raspberry melts. Mississippi Mud Pie is coffee ice cream stuffed with crushed cream-filled cookies and a swirl of chocolate-coated cookie crumbles. I did not know what you were possibly referring to when you said the phrase Mississippi Mud Pie. (laughs) But now that you have described it to me, that would be if, like, if you asked me, like, gun to my head, favorite ice cream flavor. I usually go, I say coffee base and then like a cookies and cream add-in situation which seems to be the case here and so although that first one sounds lovely that is my ride or die Mm. the oreos in the in the coffee oh it's really good both are really good um i remember at the time liking the what is it the black bear or whatever i remember liking that one a lot but i think i'm gonna have to go for um the mud pie on this one (laughs) 
Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the black bear one. Nice. I'm going to go with the black bear one too, Maya. I love raspberry. Let's see. uh, Potato salad or macaroni salad? Oh, I'm shuddering. I'm shuddering. Anything cold with mayo in it? (laughs) (laughs) But if if I must choose, if I must choose, I feel like a mac salad is a little less offensive because there's just something about potato salad that they glob that shit on there and i think i have like i have trauma because my grandma was really into making potato salad and it was very much like it was just mayo yeah (laughs) well like potato salad i feel like the potatoes are never as cooked as they need to be like you always have those potatoes that are just a little too raw still and it just doesn't do it. Like a mac salad, I can I can fix that. You know what I mean? There's a, a good enough base where if I like reapply seasoning myself, it can be better than what it came as, and I'm okay with that. So I'll I'll go for the mac salad. Yeah, I'm gonna shovel some mac salad into my mouth. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Um, I'm gonna go. I think I make a better macaroni salad than you get out so like I think if I'm out I would actually pick the potato salad but we're thinking we're okay to set the scene a little bit for those at home who aren't from central Massachusetts this restaurant is on is that lake big enough to be called a lake or is it a pond no it's a lake it's it's a very large lake you say very large as in like but you can see all the way across it from any direction right but this is on a lake next to like a like a skeevy like a dive bar, bar, yeah. Across from like the children's water ski pyramid program yeah. where they learn how to like get on each other's shoulders. And this <laughs> is like the, the seafood and ice cream shack. Yeah. People will like, yeah, people will like come up in their kayaks from being in the lake and like stop and get ice cream and then go back on the lake kind of thing. Um, so next one is uh, deer tracks versus lobster tracks versus moose tracks. So deer tracks. Ooh, I'm so glad. <laughs> deer tracks are rich espresso ice cream with crunchy English toffee and tracks of thick fudge. Lobster tracks is classic vanilla ice cream with loads of lobster colored chocolate caramel cups and swirled with a unique eclair crunch swirl. Moose tracks is tiny. Stop pe- making that face, Dara. <laughs> This is just a lot. Moose Tracks is tiny peanut butter cups mixed throughout vanilla ice cream swirled with famous Moose Tracks fudge. One time I had my life threatened because I asked what the difference between Moose Tracks and Rocky Road was. And somebody (laughs) popped off on me. They were like, you uneducated piece of shit. How dare you ask me that question? And obviously I know now. Their answer... Their answer stuck with me. Yeah, it was <laughs> Yeah, it was Jen. It was my mom. Um, but I'll have to go default. I'll say the first one because it was coffee based. And I don't like the second one you said that the 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 cups are red colored. Anything with like food dye in it that doesn't really feel like it was necessary. I know it's fun and drama can flama, but like I don't need the peanut butter cups to be red. And then they're caramel cups, thank you. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'll go with the first one, though. Here's the, the thing. What is it? Deer, deer Tracks? Oh, that's an awful name. I would never say that out loud. That's so embarrassing. It is stupid. <laughs> that was my favorite thing, is hearing, like, full adults, like, say the dumbest names of ice cream, being like, can I get three scoops? And it'd be all different, like, dumb names. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, idiot. <laughs> sure you can. Do you want a cherry? Um. So here's the thing. 
is that uh, lobster tracks, that was my favorite ice cream that we had. So much so that when they got rid of it, my boss gave me the last tub that we had and it sat in... We didn't need to have like this freezer going, but I kept it going because I had a ginormous tub of lobster tracks in my basement freezer. I was very protective over this thing. All right. How long did it take like, you to get my, through the it, whole tub of lobster tracks? I don't think it was the whole thing. It was probably like half of it, about um, at least like probably like six months. Because <laughs> like at a certain point, once you serve ice cream for long enough and you have like unlimited access to it, you stop eating ice cream um, on your own. So it took a while. But something about the processed nature of those stupid red caramel cups just scratched my brain so right. Um, And what I would give to have that right now. (laughs) Um, I'm sorry to have spoken ill of of your your number one. It's okay. I forgive you. But I remember the day it came back because it's one of those things that it came on and off. And I was ecstatic. I was like facing like terrible conditions um, in the workplace (laughs) and bullying from my boss. But you know what? That swept the week. I couldn't care about anything else. So lobster tracks. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go with the lobster tail one because I think that um, my tiny brain registered like eclair somewhere in there. Yeah, eclair. eclair. So after you said that, like everything else was just a blur. (laughs) It's like a it's like a better fudge swirl. I, yeah. Now I want that. It's really good. Yeah. I was thinking the same exact thing. Unique eclair crunch. <laughs> like that sounds so good. <laughs> I'm gonna go with those guys and get uh, lobster tracks. Three v one, Dara. The copywriter over there at Giffords is putting in the work with these adjectives. <laughs> Bro, he should work at Trader Joe's. Like the way that like Stop. <laughs> the descriptions. Oh my you're god. You're like an orgasmic speckles <laughs> cookie spread. And you're like, you didn't have to. All I needed was just to know that it was cookie butter. Like <laughs> strawberry cheesecake ice cream, which is luscious cheesecake ice cream with Northwest strawberries and a graham cracker cracker ripple. Versus It's the graham cracker ripple that does it. Oh yeah. Versus toasted Ooh, coconut think- ice cream, which is rich coconut ice cream liberally blended with chocolate toasted coconut flakes liberally blended i will still pick the first one it's the graham any ice cream that has a graham cracker element like i don't even really fuck with s'mores but sometimes i'll get like the s'mores Mm -hmm. ice cream because i know it's got that oh it's like the perfect sandy texture (laughs) that kind of itches my pico a little bit i don't have pico but i like you know it's nice it's nice um yeah if you were to put this up against like what is it they have a peanut butter um pie one then it would have been like the hardest decision because that also has like the graham cracker crust Mm. and oh Mm. my god um but i i think i'm gonna go with the toasted coconut because it's like the coconut flakes are like covered in chocolate and that's what does it it doesn't have like the like weird little like stringy coconut flake like texture it has like a crunch which is nice I'm going to go with the first one because I like cheesecake. <laughs> I'm going to go um I'm going to go with the cheesecake also. Last one is your combo plate. Mm. You got to pick two. Shrimp, haddock, clam strips, scallops, whole clams or oysters. I'm 
taking double shrimp. I'm getting two orders of shrimp. Oh, wow. That's all I want. That's all I care about, and it's all I need. Is that a, people who order fucking lobster, they are spending $37 market price for their lobster roll. Fuck you. Shrimp <laughs> is literally the same. They're, they're the same animal, just bigger and smaller sizes of each other. <laughs> That's my uh, hot take. That is a hot take. I'm going to do the shrimp and the um, clam strips for obvious reasons. I'm going to do double scallops. Oh, you are a scallop guy. I love scallops. Nice. I love scallops, too. I'm going to go shrimp and scallops. And that is it. That is it for main attraction. Chocolate over time. At Emily Street, Holland, food. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Um, if you didn't get the aggressive <laughs> New England native nature of this segment, <laughs> then I'm I'm sorry. Like I, I'm sorry, it was so that. But also, this is a hot tip to tip your service workers because yeah, Emily, please. I'm sure the tips you got there were garbage, trash, and not all the time. Do you? Th- I mean, I think as young people, we kind of get it because we like. I'll talk about it so much, but just people in general. Like, you gotta tip, like, your baristas. You gotta mm-hmm. tip, like, just not just waitresses. It's also just good karma. All getting underpaid. You know, you gotta tip your fucking domino. It says delivery fee. Your driver isn't getting that. Your Uber Eats delivery fee does not go to your driver. It goes to CEO of Mr. Uber Eats. So, just tip, tip your service workers. And this was this is not sponsored by Giffords Ice Cream. We are not uh we are not claiming to be in association with either the main attraction or Giffords Ice Cream. L- lawsuit pending <laughs> for for any opinions expressed. Okay, uh, and you. Jen, we love you, and we'll see you next week. I love you guys. Have an awesome night. Bye. If you do want to talk. Uh- if you do want to talk about color grading, though, one of the things about this Oscar season that has wrung me out and laid me out to dry of how fucking pissed I am is that Top Gun Maverick is up for editing. And the, the color grading on that movie from shot to shot is it was as yellow? if they just put a different Instagram filter. Mm. <laughs> They're like, OK, I think it's t- I think it's time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but this this movie is edited just leagues better and top gun Maverick beautifully fucking sucked and i'm just mm-hmm. mad about it that's my like one mm-hmm. also i didn't realize that hong chow is nominated for uh best supporting actress for the whale and not i mean oh shit that's uh, her yeah and so i didn't realize i'm like i didn't big. watch the whale too big i haven't seen it either so i don't really know what. it just seems really depressing and everyone said it was actually like really stupid <laughs> yep yep i just think every, i've seen everyone making fun of like the end scene where he like ascends to the heavens or whatever yeah I'm like that's all i needed to to know about yeah. it i don't uh, yeah i don't need anything else but <laughs> i guess good. yeah she's nominated for the whale so i wonder if her performance on that was as iconic as tortillas deliciosa deliciosa oh my god the girl fight <laughs> towards Ooh. the end of this movie. When she like See, that fucking- also did it for me. That's when I really started... Listen, Anya Taylor-Joy's like, shoulders carried me through 90% of this movie, and then it was the girl fight. Dude, Elsa brought the heat to that girl fight. Like, I thought she was gonna get her throat slit. I bet it was like she scary did. for Anya Taylor's... Sl- Anya <laughs> Taylor Slay. <laughs> I thought she was gonna get slain. Anya Slayer Joy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
like, she's a skinny bitch, but she's scrappy. She's from Brockton, Mass. That fucking. I know. Oh my god. I know, I know. Like, right? I know that when you heard that in this movie for the first time, you're like, oh, it makes so much sense, right? My favorite thing is to meet people from Massachusetts and then just like name towns at each other, like name highways and towns at each other until we just like go deaf and blind. Um, but <laughs> I, you know what? I feel like I've noticed you guys doing it. every time I see like people from Mass meet each other. Like, have you been to or like you know you know the place that's in because mm-hmm. it's a, is normal but it's a small enough state that no matter where you're from you still know the like geographic hot points mm-hmm. of any other like yeah. region unless you're like down on the cape then i have no fucking yeah. idea again ab- then above my tax are, bracket then yeah then you're like a breed of your own and i probably <laughs> fucking hate you <laughs> Wait, oh my god can i connect with your listeners for a second Did yeah you please. Say, like they give midwestern uh, listeners. Um, I think that, yeah, that our, um, uh, staple, I, I'd say our staple listener is probably, um, <laughs> Midwestern like, like, they like, them. Yeah, like a, like a 17 year old, like, <laughs> she, they lesbian <laughs> from, like, <laughs> from Ohio. <laughs> I mean, yeah, from Ohio, from Illinois. <laughs> Listen, if you, if you are struggling with being from Ohio right now, just know that, um, it's possible to make it out and, <laughs> And it's okay, and you know you're you can still develop a personality, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, because Miles from Ohio, and now they're in Connecticut, which is, <laughs> is it, which is the Ohio of um the, of, of yeah New England, the Ohio of New England, <laughs> not that. I think Henry said that Henry I'm said that it was kid. the Delaware. Henry said that Delo- Delaware. Oh, what the fuck that- is Delaware? <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut is the Delaware of. Mm-hmm. New England, but also maybe the Ohio. But also, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like maybe you, New Hampshire is the Ohio. I'm allowed to make the state I grew up in my whole personality, and it doesn't suck because Massachusetts is great. You have to work twice as hard because you can't make Ohio your personality because that's just depressing. No. So thank you. You, you actually <laughs> thank you, you for seeing my hard work. You actually rise above us all because you actually have to like. You've overcome. Yeah, no. I'm actually floating right now because I can't <laughs> stop myself from transcending um, my Ohio nature. But, Emily's holding me down. <laughs> uh, but to get back to the real point, which is me naming towns in Massachusetts. Well, yes, often, yes, yes, yes. So this absolutely like fucking sent me because my cousin Erin, who oh, love her you friend of the pod, may know has been on a few episodes <laughs> of the pod. Erin is from. The, the greater Brockton area. And hmm. so, to me, that this character's little plot twist is that her her secret name is Erin and that she's from Brockton, Mass. Like, dude, that's my fucking that's your cousin. cousin. So my cousin <laughs> is not a sex worker. She's a immigration lawyer. So that's a little different. <laughs> Wait, so what is Brockhampton, Mass? Like? <laughs> What's the vibe? Brockhampton, Mass. <laughs> It's, um, I would say it's like a mid-sized city, smaller than Worcester, uh, lower income. There used to be a shoe factory there, but now there's no longer a shoe factory there. This just sounds like Southbridge. Yeah. Why did Dara just, like, gloss over, like, she's reading, like, a Google, (laughs) if you look up what, what is Buckhampton math? That's, that's, again, my only personality trait is you can name a town in Massachusetts and I'll give you, like, five bullet points. About mm-hmm. size, geography, <laughs> where a the coffee is place. good, where the coffee is bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
you want to know my hottest take from this movie? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Is that I very respectfully fuck American cheese. There's this point when they're ta- when he's like in the middle of making the cheeseburger and everything like that. And he's like, she's telling him how she wants it. And she's like, American cheese. And he's like, American cheese is the best cheese because it doesn't break when it's heated or some shit. Fuck American cheese. I'm going to stand on the opposition. I don't think it's the best mm-hmm. cheese, but the, uh, American cheese, because it is processed and has that mm-hmm. like layer of plasticity to it, if you will. Um, Henry would speak on this a little bit better than me, but I think it's called nitrous oxide. That's not right. Citrus nitrate. <laughs> citrus. There's some chemical compound in the processing of American that? cheese that makes it melt. Again, not split when it melts. So it's, to me, you want it in, if you're making any sort of gooey, but you want to add a secondary cheese for flavor. To me, you do one slice of American, one slice of cheddar. So you get mm. the goo, you get the perfect yeah, okay. goo of the American but then you get the actual cheesy bite of... That's the yeah. same way. For, if you're American making mac cheese and cheese... American cheese doesn't taste like shit. If you, um, like mac and cheese, you want to put a fuck ton of American cheese to get the goo, but then you put in like a Gouda or a Gruyere to give it cheesy flavor. That's like the... He's like... That's the kicker. Can you, can you even get like a block of American cheese? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can. I don't... You can? Well, I don't know. They call it like government cheese. Like- it used to come in a block. Now it mostly comes in like craft singles. But I think you could probably government get a block. Cheese? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They used to call it, American cheese used to be called government cheese because it's what people on like food stamps or like subsidized um, government oh food plants would get, and it would be a big block of processed cheese. And obviously, all cooking innovation Did comes. Did you learn from, this on Chef's Table? No, I <laughs> they like soaking up the information like in the background. <laughs> Yeah, that's just okay, actually, that can we stop know. for a minute? I'm really interested in what's going on. Here. <laughs> huh. Huh. I would have never thought. Yeah. And but that's that makes like, so much sense, actually. Yeah. I still stand by it. Fuck American cheese. You will not catch me putting that shit on my burgers. It's kind of expensive. Wow. I went because I wanted it for a mac and cheese situation because I do the shopping mm-hmm. and Henry does the cooking and he was like, get American cheese. And it was fucking like more expensive than cheese that doesn't taste like shit. Like a, a, a <laughs> thing of craft American singles is like eight bucks. And I was like, what? What the fuck? Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah, cool. that sounds about right. Um, but like, okay, sorry. I wasn't going to say anything. But <laughs> why are you putting American cheese in your mac and cheese? I've like never heard of that. <laughs> no, you mix it with the other cheeses and it gives it the, the perfect gooey, melty, cheesy because it's got the fucking. Because of the plasticity? Yeah. Oh, but you put other cheese just, in for flavor. Yeah, that hurts me a little <laughs> bit, but... <laughs> I like my mac and cheese with um, hard-boiled eggs. You are on my invite list say. to my dinner where I execute everyone at the end, including... <laughs> Thank I, you. I, Thank you, chef. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I did say there was going to be a showdown um, on this podcast. <laughs> so, but it is two against one right now. It's fucking hard-boiled egg. All right, then I'm turning it into the poop cast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't talk anymore about this movie. <laughs> Emily's about to spit on the microphone. <laughs> um... Um, but on the topic of cheese, I want to ask, um, 
And it kind of segues into what I'm going to suggest for uh, food and drink. Slay. Uh, what's everyone's Five Guys order? A children's, a baby, whatever they call it, a kitty, bacon, a little, 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 a Anything on it? A little bacon burger with Mm -hmm. lettuce, onions, ketchup. (laughs) (laughs) Not just a bacon burger, not cheeseburger? Cheese bacon. Cheese bacon. (laughs) Cheese bacon. A burger, cheese bacon. (laughs) Little, children's size. People Um. who don't like cheese on their burgers are weird to me, but I know some people just don't like cheese, and that's like a you problem. But if I didn't like cheese, I'd be like 15 pounds lighter, so... Yeah, yeah, it is my my burden to bear. Mine comps. <laughs> <laughs> That's my love of cheese. Um, what's you know, yours? Okay, well, usually I get a little cheeseburger all the way, which is just like all the good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and like some fries and whatever. Um, but yesterday, me and my roommate got five guys, and Ooh. I got um, a lettuce wrapped burger, and it was actually really fucking good. At, Kill yourself. Like, they- no, it was good. <laughs> it was yeah, good. Wait. Okay. Don't, okay. Keto. Fucking get on. No, of here. no, no. It wasn't even like that. It wasn't even like that. You guys, it was no, crunchy. guys, I swear. It was crunchy, okay? <laughs> I like I like my bread, but I'm just saying I wanted to try it and it was pretty good. So mm-hmm. um. we get it. You're, we get it. You're better than us. <laughs> well I am, but wait, actually no I'm not. Degrade me, degrade me. What's going on here? <laughs> no, mine's definitely also a little bacon cheeseburger. Um raw onions. I'm a hard raw onion person. I, I don't like that. I love raw onions. I thought I could stand it, but... No, raw onions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pickle on it. it ju- just a single pickle, if I'm feeling real wild. <laughs> In the very uh, center. And mustard. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Can you, like, chew up the pickle a little bit before you put it on the burger? <laughs> Pretty sure that's just relish, but okay. <laughs> but, oh my god, yeah. With a shake... Oh. Okay, I feel like it would have been more of a serve if she ordered a hot dog. Because, like, <laughs> yeah, I get that, like, ordering the cheeseburger is the way that she's, like, staking her claim as a working-class woman and relating mm-hmm. herself to him or whatever. To the if, common man. If she was being fucking for real, she would have ordered a hot dog. They would have shown... <laughs> yeah, and she would have downed that hot dog, too. Like, there was no to go back. She would have throat good at it. <laughs> That would have just been her, her uh, death row meal. Yeah, but then there would have been nothing to go. She would have just, like, like slain the hot dog, and then she's like, fuck. This plan. Alternate ending, baby. UK version. <laughs> but do we want to get into our regularly scheduled programming? Absolutely. So who are our big three for fuck, Mary kill? Is it, like... Nicholas think- Holt, Anya Taylor-Joy, and Ray Fiennes. Okay. Ugh. That's tough because I wanted to get Elsa in there, but I guess we can we can finagle yeah. her later. I'm I'm gonna marry Chef. I'm gonna marry I'm gonna marry Chef. I'm gonna mm-hmm. fuck on Taylor Joy. Him. Yeah, I, I well I think I would I would uh, commit to the bit as well and die in the mm-hmm. s'more fire, and that would be okay mm-hmm. with me. 
Um, but like, oh that- my god, did you see like young him in all of his like throwback photos in his trophy room? Young Ray Fiennes is so hot, like it's crazy. Well, like present day Ray Fiennes is hot. So also, not also me, true. Not me thinking his name was Ralph Phineas until you were like, Dara, you need to not say his name. Like that. <laughs> no, because someone called us out on the pod because we said that like a very long time ago. It's um, stuck with you forever. <laughs> yeah, and so I've never forgotten that. <laughs> Ralph Phineas. That's how it's fucking spelled. I'm sorry. Uh huh. Um, and I'm and then I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna murder the shit out of Nicholas Hole. Nicholas Hole, of course, of course. It's like, I'm like, how are you the worst person here? Like, the competition mm-hmm. is stiff, and you are still the worst person here. Um, yeah, and then absolutely. obviously, I'm gonna fuck on you, Taylor Joy, and, and she can keep the dress on for like yeah. texture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gonna have um, chef's table in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what about you? Okay, so hear me out. I'm going to um, marry Nicholas Holt. Just so I can fuck Anya Taylor-Joy on the side. So it's, like, even more of a treat. Because, like, oh, I hate myself. I'm married to this fugly man. Um, the degradation thing. Just keep... Yeah. <laughs> you keep digging this yourself. Yep. Um, and then I'm going to kill Chef. But I, I want to kill him in, like, a sensual way. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I want to be able to say, I love you, Chef. <laughs> Which also is, I think, my favorite line of the I love you all. We love you, Shane. Yeah, that was so good. That was perfect. Yeah, that's how. How would you do it? How would I kill him? Mm -hmm. Um, mm, that's a good question. I would probably just like, like feed him glass. Yeah. No, I'd probably. Okay, I might do. I might like poison him over time. Mm -hmm. It was like you know, like Windex or something. And do you think he knows it though? And he just keeps. Yeah, he knows it. it He keeps. Yep, he allows me to do it. Yeah. This is the plot of the movie Phantom <laughs> Thread. If, if either of you don't know, that's I haven't seen. Oh it. my god! Yeah, I've <laughs> seen it. Yeah, I don't know what the. I I think that the right um, the right answer because you have the wrong answer. Um, yeah, is to kill, quite purposefully <laughs> to kill Nicholas Holt in this um, easily. Um, but I don't know. Do I? I don't think I could marry Anya. I think I think she's. Um, I don't know, like, just a little too corny for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if it's the, can I get this to go? But it's really <laughs> sticking with me, you know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep asking if you know what I mean, and you don't get to say yes or no. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess I'll, I guess I'll marry Chef. I feel like you and Chef would be very happy together. Do you think? Yeah, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'd go crazy. <laughs> like... I want that food. I'd let him cook for me. Yeah. We, I would I would really gracefully like shut down his kitchen and like maybe like institutionalize him for like a week or so just to like for his own good. Yeah. <laughs> That's horrible. But you know, I could see kind of like, like to dry him out, you know what I yeah. mean? And then I'll like bring him home and like we can like cook together. We're gonna rehabilitate <laughs> Chef. He's perfect the way he's dude. I'm I gonna fix you, him. I could see you yelling at Chef in the kitchen. <laughs> And being like, oh, that's actually not how I'd do that. <laughs> I think that'd be perfect. Can I air out a grievance on the podcast? Yes. Um, there was one time no! <laughs> I was cutting up garlic in the kitchen and I was no! done. I was done. I like I had finished it. I was like already done. Like I was on my last little, you know, um, swipe of the knife. And Emily goes, 
can I do that? I think I can do it faster. And I was like, I literally am, I, like, you were like, I, I, can, I can do it quicker. I was like, oh my God. Like, God. I'm sorry. I'm terrible. Like, okay, this is, okay, this is, this is what would be on my tortilla, actually, is that I'm, really, I'm really, that moment. <laughs> yeah, exactly, that exact moment. Um, is I'm really bad at sharing a kitchen with anyone. Mm. So, like, if I ever cook with anyone, like, I'm taking, like, so much restraint and, like, mental focus to like not just decide that I'm gonna do it myself I'm gonna do it the way that I'm gonna do it instead and not like say something and you know what that was my slip that was my Freudian slip yeah it was a Freudian slip Yeah, similarly, whenever Henry's cooking, I'm like, can I help? He's like, you can help by staying away from me. And I'm like, you're right. You're right. I always like, I'm like trying to hug him. He's like, Dara, I'm holding two very sharp knives. Like, that was not the time for physical affection. <laughs> but, um, okay. You're hosting a dinner party. You're watching this movie. <laughs> What are you going to eat and drink with this? I am very certainly going to say five guys. Yep. I'm going to say everyone, you do a big fat fucking order of five guys and you do pickleback shots beforehand. Um, yeah. Um, what are you serving your guests? So there's like a 33% chance that I've said this for something else before. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry if this is a, a repetition, but I think that you and your group of friends who are invited do like a little challengey fun thing where everyone is assigned a different freezer snack and you have to prepare it like a five star like you have to prepare it like a fucking asshole so it's like a jalapeno (laughs) popper but you're like it's a deconstructed jalapeno popper or like Mm -hmm. you take a you take a hot pocket but you like put it into a cylindrical mold for some reason like you just have to take (laughs) a really cheap lowbrow like freezer snack and you have to prepare it like you're on chef's table like a fucking dick with like a swipe of ketchup with like a single dinosaur chicken nugget or something like that you know i think that would be really funny and everyone comes with their own like five star freezer snack i, I love like that. that yeah that's and a good then idea. i think you just drink wine from a box yeah that sounds right what about you chef so yeah um i would serve up some tortillas deliciosas in, in the way that i think elsa would have wanted to so like just taking them and slapping my guests across the face <laughs> with the tortilla and then serving it to them <laughs> Um, and then I would pair that with a nice Bloody Mary, because that's, like, another meal. And, you know, you're going to be hungry watching this. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah, eat your drink, you know. Yeah. Is there bacon in it? Like, that one, like, sliver of bacon? Absolutely in your not. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. I'm not coming. <laughs> you weren't invited. <laughs> you might be in the kitchen. Trying to, like, I'll be, pre- I'll be preparing my tortillas deliciosas, and you'll be in the kitchen, like... Actually, I would do that differently. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just taking them out of the bag, Emily. <laughs> um, and what are you gonna watch afterwards once you've um, had your <laughs> had your freezer snacks and your boxed wine? What's your follow up movie? So there's a hundred percent chance that I've said this movie as a follow up for something else in the past, mm-hmm. but I'm sorry, it just needs to be said. This movie is about crime and punishment. It's about atoning for your sins. It's about, mm-hmm. you know, getting getting back at the people who've done you wrong. What other movie exemplifies sort of this role reversal, needing to learn and walk in the other person's shoes in order to learn and atone for your sins? Face off. 
starring <laughs> John Travolta and Nicolas Cage, I think, is just another take on sort of what is deeply wrong with a person and and, and addressing that in an unconventional way through uh-huh. the re- removal and replacement of faces. And in this movie, mm-hmm. it's eating scary foods. <laughs> That was very beautifully put. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Trying really hard not to fart noise after that. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's what's your follow up movie? <laughs> so my follow up movie is actually the um, <laughs> Taylor Swift Reputation Stadium tour um, <laughs> because I feel like that I feel like Anya Taylor Joy like when she's on the boat at the very end like struggling to open her tiny little mouth to take another (laughs) bite of that big burger. Um, I feel like she was really entering her reputation era. So I feel like watching that stadium tour is a really good follow-up. I'm not going to do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. (laughs) That was good. That was a good one. Thank you, Chef. Thank you for farting on me. We love you, Chef! <laughs> um, for me, personally, I feel like I, I, lo- I love an actor jump, right? And I think that this is, this is a dinner movie. I'm going to have you watch your dessert movie after this. And that's going to be Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm. It's mm-hmm. a hard switch up from this. Cozy, homey, love it. Still some suspense. Still sexy. Still Ray Fiennes. Mm. Uh huh. I'm just thinking of those frosted little cookies that Saoirse Ronan makes. Yeah, some like uh, I want nothing more. A handful of people have actually suggested that we do that for this month because of just the aesthetics of the desserts. In we that probably movie. should. Yeah, we probably should because it looks should. like a cake. The entire movie looks like a cake. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I'm gonna say you follow that up. And you eat a tiny little cake. Or like a bunt cake. Oh, that'd be hot. I'm just really hungry right now. <laughs> um, but are you okay? What do you rate this movie out of 10? Honestly, it's a 10 for me. I love this movie. <laughs> I love this movie so much. It's kind of, I, I, I think it's the perfect movie. Wow, and it's it's my favorite movie of twenty twenty two. Like I I don't know I was really excited uh, leaving the theater after this, and I still love watching it. I've seen it probably like three maybe four times at this point. So the number just gets bigger. I've seen it nine times. <laughs> I actually have it on right now. <laughs> I've actually been wa- rewatching it while we did the podcast the entire time. I remember being on set, <laughs> um, like it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? I would give it a nine. Mm. It's really solid. Yeah, it's a good movie. Outstanding. I like this movie. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna not be quite as enthusiastic i think it was great but i'm not gonna put it on like my s tier of all, like my mm-hmm. tens are reserved you know it's gotta it's gotta be doing really something so i think i'm gonna like seven and a half a generous eight i think it's good mm-hmm. and, I'll, and i'll watch it again and i definitely think that it you know holds up but it's not mm-hmm. like i went if somebody was like you know name your top five favorite movies it's, it's not making the list per se yeah but fair Overall, still very good, very successful. Did what mm-hmm. it was trying to do. Um, and yeah. Maya, thank you so much for being a guest. This is the bit where I'm actually nice to you. Oh my god, thanks. It's not doing it for me. But... 
Yeah. Thanks for having me on the poop cast. Um, follow me on Twitter, you guys. Mad Max Maya XX for tweets about pussy. <laughs> I will. I'll uh, link your Twitter in the description below if that is of your approval. Um, everyone should like. I feel a little bit intimidated by you on Twitter because I take a lot of <laughs> I take a lot of pride in like being a little like unhinged and unfiltered, and you really like outdo me in it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh god, like I'm feeling insecure. <laughs> But yeah, your Twitter is great. Everyone should follow you on Twitter. Um, and also you'll be linked in all of our Instagram whatnots. So people can find you there as well. Do you have any, do you have any parting messages? I guess mostly just, uh, you know, for they, thems in Ohio that it gets better. Yeah, it might get better. You guys, that's all I can say. It might get better. <laughs> Maybe if you move to Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. I'm on my stepping stone. It's, yeah. Um, and thank you for listening through those fart noises. You all have been so brave <laughs> and have really put up uh, such a such a brave face uh, for this episode. Uh, <laughs> Uh, continue to send us your suggestions for month themes, food movies, other movies, anything. We also just redid our website. So if for some reason you like were religiously referencing our website for anything, it might be a little like fucked up right now. So, but like, I don't really think that's the case for anyone, but I just wanted to preface that. But also we have merch in the description below. Look at that. Click on links, boost our algorithm, you know, all that bullshit. Um, we love you all. We love you, chef. And and uh, goodbye and good night. <laughs>